So it looks like, is the border secure is the new what is a woman for Democrats? <laughs> what is what is up? This is Mark K saves the Republic. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. If you want to stump Democrats, here's you can ask him a couple questions. Number one, how many genders are there? Number two, what is a woman? We all remember Katanji Brown Jackson being asked that by Marsha Blackburn and she wasn't able to, I'm what am I a bi- I'm not a biologist. Okay, let me ask you this question. Is the border secure? Uh, I'm not a cartographer. I don't even know. I don't even know what a good, I don't even know what a good, um, you know, doctor would be for anyway. Uh, but that's where we stand today. And, and on now day two of this quote unquote humanitarian crisis in Martha's Vineyard, we are really learning a lot about the so-called tolerant and accepting and welcoming and, and, you know, concerned with all humanity, uh, leftist elites that live well, all over our country and actually are in charge of it, which is kind of the biggest problem. Uh, man, I'll tell you what, this yesterday when we spoke first about Ron DeSantis flying the um, flying the immigrants around the uh, the country, specifically to Martha's Vineyard, which is one of the ritziest. I mean, you want to talk about the richest people, richest of the rich, the Obamas, the Oprahs. So many folks have uh, you know summer homes and full time homes there. And it is posh. They don't like outsiders. These are the people that. You know, they love wind energy, but they don't want it anywhere near their homes because it'll spoil their views of the ocean. Uh, these are people who love all humanity and immigrants, and they want the border to be open. And Donald Trump was horrible for keeping kids in cages. But when the plane lands on the tarmac in Martha's Vineyard, they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't park that thing here. I'm sorry. You can't. Uh, Jeeves, please get this plane out of here. They were they actually said they uh, interviewed this woman. I don't know who she was. Some Karen who's in charge of the town or something. And they, she was in a gazebo and they said, what's your biggest concern? She said, our biggest concern is getting these people out of here. They can't, these people can't stay here. Martha's vineyard, which is, which is populated by the richest elitist, most liberal Democrats in the history of the world also happens to be one of the most racist places in the world. Um, evidently uh, the minute a plane to uh, the 50 brown skin folks from South of the border arrive in Martha's vineyard. And they are like, we got to get these people out of here. That is our primary goal. They can't be here. We don't have the, we don't have, what did she say? She said, we don't have the money or the resources for this. It's Martha's Vineyard. All you have is money and resources. You flew in like champagne from France just for Barack Obama's um, daughter's bat mitzvah. I don't think, I don't think it was a bat mitzvah. Some other celebration. I mean, whenever there's a, they can get whatever they want at Martha's Vineyard like that. They have helicopters. They've got boats. They've got everything you possibly could need. If they needed to have a garden party for 250 guests in a week and a half, they would make it happen. The canapes would be perfect or heads will roll. But when it comes to feeding and housing 50 immigrants, they, we don't have the, they just don't have the resources for that. <laughs> you know, uh, but anyway, like back to what I was saying, when they, when Ron DeSantis first did it, I thought to myself, all right, is this really helping? Because why don't you just send them back on the plane? Like if you got the plane in the air, just head south drop them back in Mexico. Uh, but now I, I, you know, I'm realizing that the, the um, there's two things that have happened. Number one, immigration has come back into the forefront and it has overtaken the ridiculous debate over abortion, the Dobbs decision, the leak from the Supreme court. Abortion has now been thrust back into the forefront right before the midterm elections. And that's huge. That's great for states like Arizona, where Carrie Lake needs to become the next governor, where Blake Masters needs to become the next senator. Hopefully they can all Hopefully they can all jump on board of this issue and ride it home through the uh, through the midterm elections. Marco Rubio here in Florida, you know, people are saying he needs help. I mean, 
I don't think he does, but great. Here's an issue for you that that affects Floridians that that uh, generate that was started right here in Florida. And now you can jump on this issue and, and ride it all the way, uh, you know, to a to a return trip to the Senate for six years. And these are good things because immigration is truly much more of an issue. Immigration is, is the the invasion on our southern border is is much more uh, detrimental than people not being able to have abortions. I mean, think about it and think about the different think about how different uh, those or how uh, similar those two things are. You've got the liberals who on the left, these Democrats, they are all about increasing the population of the United States by allowing all these illegals to come into red states, not blue states. You can come into Texas, you can come into Florida, you can come into Arizona. If you make your way up to Oklahoma, that's cool. If you want to get into New Mexico, it's kind of a blue state, but whatever. It's far enough away from the elites that there's no elites in New Mexico. There's no Barack Obama didn't settle in Albuquerque. You know, there's nobody out there. There's nobody out there, uh, you know, setting up, you know, buying $25 million state. So it's totally cool. It's a blue state. We can let it, but it's not really. Um, so we can let some hang out there. But if they get into like New York and Washington, D.C., if they get into like Colorado and all these posh neighborhoods and especially Martha's Vineyard, well, that's we just can't have that. We want them in here. We want to build the population. We want to grow the population, but we just want to do it away from away from where we live. And it, that's in direct contrast to the abortion issue. They want abortion, which destroys the population. It reduces the population. All of a sudden, when you're killing babies, when you're aborting these fetuses, that's future people that you don't have in your country. Wouldn't you want to just, wouldn't you rather grow your nation with people that are born here uh, rather than just import them from somewhere else? I mean, it doesn't, I don't understand the thought process. I'm sure there is some. But uh, I just don't understand it myself. And I don't understand how you can be so outraged by illegal immigrants um, being, you know, or uh, so outraged by abortion, rather, but not by the invasion at the southern border. It really it's baffling. Again, that's why I would that's why I would be a horrible liberal. I have way too much, um, way too much common sense. And I think see things so clearly. And so do you, which is why you're probably listening to to this podcast. Or if you don't, maybe you need help. Maybe we're pushing you in the right direction. But now, so Ron DeSantis did this. He got the planes. He loaded them up with immigrants. He flew them to Martha's Vineyard. And at first I thought, all right, I, I see what he's doing. But with the blowback that this has gotten and with the way that, again, it's been pushed to the forefront, um, that's genius. It's, it's really been helpful. And I think it's a great tactic going into the election. The second thing it, it's done is it's brought back the hypocrisy of the left, but like in ways we haven't seen in forever. I mean, when you see the way that these people reacted, the fact that 50 people can spark a humanitarian crisis in a place with as much money and as much and many resources as Martha's Vineyard, I mean, that is hypocrisy on display. That is kudos. That is really, uh, they've really gone above and beyond on the left to show how hypocritical they can be. And I don't know if there's any kind of award, like if there's a Guinness Award for hypocrisy or if there's some kind of, you know, I don't know, uh, Congressional Medal of Hypocrisy. Just give it to everybody in uh, in Martha's Vineyard because it's it's fantastic to see how they've how they've been able to build on that that hypocrisy and really uh, turn it into kind of like a master work uh, of their lives. Uh, so those are the two big things that have. So now I'm hoping they just send more. Yesterday I was like, eh. Today I'm like, oh, let's get more. Who needs a plane? Can I sponsor a plane? You know, people were up in arms that twelve million dollars worth of taxpayer money was spent. All you know, what I would rather spend my money. Uh, busing or planing or flying illegal immigrants out of Florida, I would rather spend my money doing that than on public education uh, that allows 
that allows teachers to talk about, you know, transgender sexual acts and bring, uh, you know, pornography and, and drag queens into my kid's school. I'd much rather do that. You know, forget these weird art installations we're paying for. Let's pay for more planes. Let's pay for more fuel. And we should pinpoint some other really, really high profile address like Westchester County would be a good one. There's places in Connecticut we could uh, we could dump these people so that they could really be they could really see the best of the American dream. I mean, that's all it is, isn't it? These people came here because they dreamt of a better life in America. Well, what better way to show them what's really possible in this country, but then by sending them to the ritziest neighborhoods we have. Let's send them to, to uh, Westchester County. Let's send them to Connecticut. Let's send them to Beverly Hills, Bel Air. Those are the places they should be. Um, and by the way, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, he's asking for it, man. He is just itching to have a plane or a bus full of illegal immigrants bus to California because he's, he wrote a letter to the DOJ asking them to investigate Ron DeSantis on kidnapping charges. They, this is no joke. The governor of California whose parents, by the way, are in-laws, donated money to Ron DeSantis's campaign here in Florida. He, uh, he wrote a letter to the Department of Justice to the Honorable Merrick Garland asking him to investigate Ron DeSantis for kidnapping charges. I kid you not. Which, again, I'm going to be honest with you. I would, I, if I were these immigrants, I would much rather be in Martha's Vineyard than, uh, than in Florida. I, th- I believe they went willingly. willingly. I'm pretty sure nobody held them. Um, held him a gunpoint. You know, it's really the other thing I realized. I was writing an email this morning because we have more of our Catriot knives. Uh, we have about a dozen left. The official Catriot knife, which you see right here. Uh, this is the one that I carry every single day. It's the official EDC of the Mark K show. It says Catriots on the blade. If you're looking online, if you're listening on the podcast, um, yeah, nice blade. It's a cleaver style blade, they call it. Made by the Gerber company, the premier Gerber uh, knife making company here in the U.S. And it is fantastic. It has a belt clip on it. And I keep it right here in my back pocket all the time. So if I need to open mail or if I need to, uh, you know, if I need to slice a piece of tape or something, or if I need to cut a bitch, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, throw I mean, I would like if I needed to cut a bitch, I'd be able to. I don't need to, though. Uh, it's not like a, that's not like a normal day. use. Usually it's opening packages and and stuff like that. Sometimes, you know, uh, I'll have to cut a pe- uh, you know, my wife's like, can you cut this? tag off my clothes, whatever. So it comes in handy for that. But yeah, if I, if I was getting, you know, if I, if it came down to it, I also have this, I like pull out my blade, you know, and then boom, the blood would flow. Um, so multi-use knife. And there's about a dozen left on our website, markkshop.com. But I was sending out an email earlier today talking about the knife and it made me realize, cause I was talking about cutting open something or other. And uh, it made me realize that Democrats are a lot like a peach or probably a rotten peach or like a plum or what happens is they're like, they're like soft and mushy on the outside and furry and fuzzy. And they're all like, Oh, I love everybody. And I love everything. And all immigrants are welcome. And all immigrants are people. And these people need some place to go. And it's just so soft and warm and come to the United States and don't be mean and don't put these kids in cages and love everybody. And yes, you can have whatever gender you want. Everything is just great. And we all just need love and understanding. That's how they are on the outside. But slice into them. I mean, not literally. I'm not literally saying you should slice into a liberal. But if you slice into them, if you start going deeper through that, that, you know, that flesh, you get to something in the middle that is dark and cold and rock hard. And all of that, you pull away all the, the fluffy, fluffy skin you pull away all of the sweet, pulpy meat, and you're left with a hard, rock hard, solid, 
cold, impermeable center. And that's what we're starting to see with these people in Martha's Vineyard. They're out there like, you know, every other day of the week, let's have a fundraiser for refugees. Let's send money to Ukraine. We love everybody. Everybody needs our help. But deep down inside where the rubber hits the road and the, and the immigrants start, you know, walking down their, their uh, circular driveways, all of a sudden that deep, dark, hard, cold center comes out. They're like, the hell you do. We got to get these people out of here. We got to get all the first priority is not housing. The first priority is not food. The first priority is getting these immigrants off of our land. That's their first priority. Um, you know, and, and conservatives, very different people. We more have the hard exterior. We're more like a, um, I'm trying to think what's something that's hard on the outside, but soft on the, like a coconut, maybe eh, that's a coconut. It's not really a good example. I'll think of some kind of fruit. There's some kind of fruit out there. Like maybe the jackfruit, maybe we're like the jackfruit. Although that's not something a lot of people know. Uh, we're hard on the outside. You got to cut through. You got to cut through the conservatives tough uh, core. Cause we're out there. We don't give a damn what you think of us. We don't give a damn what you think. We said something that offended you. We don't care. We're hard on the outside. We're tough. We'll walk through the bushes with guns. We'll put on our boots. We'll fight the good fight. We'll stand in the rain. We don't care, man. We got, you can, you can not insult us. We are tough, tough, tough as nails. And then when you, when you cut through, and again, I'm not suggesting you slice any conservatives open, but when you cut through, when you get inside, then it becomes really kind of soft and, and warm and patriotic. And there's love. It's all based on love from uh for our country we're very on the inside there's a lot of warmth and love and and concern and and patriotism and pride and just overwhelming passion and it makes this hard exterior because we don't want anybody damaging what's inside democrats are the other way around inside they're hard and dead and cold and rot they're like big peach pits man they're the pits inside and they put off this exterior so you don't you don't see it uh, to be kind of soft and sweet and delicious and fuzzy. But all it takes, all it takes is one slight. That's what these Democrats, uh, that's what Ron DeSantis did with these immigrants. These immigrants are the official Catriot knife of Ron DeSantis. And that plane was his, sending them to Martha's Vineyard was his way of using his Catriot knife and slicing through that rotten peach so that now everybody can see that the core is just dark and hard and impermeable. It's just, oh, just like, it's just a pit. They're just the pits. That's good. I'm going to end it there. Hey, by the way, if you do want a Catriot knife, markkshop.com. We sold out of our black hats that I talked about yesterday immediately. Like really, before the show even started, the black hats were gone. Uh, we have a handful of gray hats left, and we do have, a, I think, like a dozen of these knives. So if you want to be like me, if you want to be like Hannah, if you want to be like Jay, if you want to be like the cool Catriot kids and carry the official Catriot EDC, desert brown with black um, uh, blade uh, the Catriot logo laser engraved on the on the uh, blade itself go now grab them quick because they're not going to be there for long much like apparently the immigrants in Martha's Vineyard okay that's, that's my favorite joke of the day <laughs> what what is a woman is the border secure um, and listen, uh, I will talk to you guys. Have a great weekend. If I don't talk to you soon, uh, watch the show later today or listen to the show at noon and, uh, and, uh, God bless America. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.